Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of Ready Holt with Evan Hayworth, Esteban De Leon, Jonathan Kent, and myself, Tony Rossinio. Hey guys. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. We're back. Episode yes. five, baby. Woo. We didn't think we'd make it this far. Sad but true. Um, <laughs> so, Tony, um, most of us here don't know what life is after PCC because PCC is our life. So you're one of the, <laughs> the few that have um, been able to go on after. Can you tell us how that is, like like marching band after PCC? I, es- I escaped the grasp, huh? I don't know if I've ever told you guys this. I, I think I may have told Esteban this once many years ago. Um, but in a way, PCC never really leaves you. Uh, <clears throat> when I left uh, PCC, I actually transferred to UCLA and I did the whole UCLA marching band thing for about three years. And uh, one of my fondest memories uh, was how I got in trouble as a drum major for having two clean shoes. Uh, and I almost immediately, I think I, I texted Esteban on this because I, I needed to vent to somebody. Had, uh, <laughs> it was picture day for the band. And, uh, you know, being so trained by Dr. McLemore and Mr. Luck, I was, I'm going to show up with polished shoes. So I polished my shoes. As always, we had the same exact same shoes that you see, like those white, what were they called? The X- MTXs. MTXs, yes. We had the white MTXs. I polished the shoes and the whole thing the night before. I brought a special bag, you know, and I changed into them <laughs> at the photo shoot and all that. We line up, me and a couple other drum majors, and they don't do the same thing because they didn't go to PCC and it's not instructed in the band that you're supposed to polish your shoes. Fair enough. Band director comes along, stops the whole photo shoot. I'm like, what's going on? And he looks at me, why is he new shoes? And I said, what do you mean? And like, he's got new shoes and you guys have old shoes. Like, you're going to notice this in the picture. They've got darker you know, shoes and he's got you know, bright white ones. I'm like, what, what are you? I, I'm just doing my job, you know, I, <laughs> whatever. And so um, the, the whole nonsense with that is we had to rearrange the photos so that we were on steps and I was Ooh. in the back behind somebody so that my shoes were not visible. Uh, oh, or we did you got like we did penalized like because photos. you did your job. I got penalized yeah. uh, for having oh. clean shoes. Uh, oh. God, man. <laughs> Which I also like to show how... you, um, going the extra mile does not pay off. <laughs> very, very rarely, if ever. <laughs> it, I will say that I was kind of proud of it. Yeah, wow. that's super yeah. cool. I yeah. also like that you, your Gordon Henderson is, is a little Jewy, but it's okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. I, I didn't say any names. Esteban did. Yeah, you can't prove that in a court of law, so we'll be okay. <laughs> this is all just hearsay at this point. Yeah. Well, that's, that's crazy, though. That's great. So, Devin, like, you're at SDSU. Yep. Um, do, you, do you feel like your time with the honor band, with the college band prepared you for that or how did you adapt no. to life after oh. not did no. it prepare oh. me not even not <laughs> even close are you kidding me okay. uh pcc like tainted me forever and i mean that in the best possible because i take everything probably way more serious than i should in the marching band setting and yeah. as somebody who wants to be a band director eh, there, could, there are worse <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> either i'll be fine or it's going to go horribly and I'll have to switch careers. But, you know, mm-hmm. I rolled the dice on that one. Uh, yeah, so I got to SDSU. Uh, I did the marching band at State for a year. And uh, it was an experience, to say the least. Um, it's very much a... 
it's very much a party band sure uh and and they own that there's no shame in that i mean everybody who knows sdsu knows we we party hard at least pre-pandemic be safe we're, we're safe now that's the funny thing though like is that has the reputation with most university college bands you know it's like pcc i felt was different uh in that regard you get to college it's like wait what the hell is this everyone's more you know drunk (laughs) (laughs) yeah like honestly and it was like i had a lot of fun with sdc's marching band um when i learned to stop caring basically was Uh when i i learned to have fun um but i there there were marked points during that fall where i was like what in the hell are we doing Mm -hmm. why is the drum line in front of us why are we behind the drum line (laughs) That's Why not the first time you've asked that, though. Let's be forward. real. <laughs> no, but like it's the first time I've ever been told to listen forward. And at which point I'm just like, that's not how physics works. Like light <laughs> and sound just don't. That's not works. Um, yeah. So PCC tainted me in that regard. But uh, I had a good time. My body just gave out on me. I'm. <laughs> I just can't do it anymore, man. Your body gave out. On, how old are you? I yeah, 23, going on 85. Um, it's uh it's rem- it's a remarkable breakthrough in scientific scientific knowledge i'm still alive to this day um yeah that's wild man wild well tony i mean not only did you do ucla but you did drum core after that and so like what was that kind yeah. of I'm, I, was that an upshift or how did you i'm glad you brought feel? that up because uh, with Devin, i had a similar experience i think coming out of pcc and going into ucla my mindset was like everything was just super serious uh what i think coming out as drum major from pcc in particular having mm-hmm. that experience coming to ucla I was like standing up straight i'm listening you know and i i had the same problem where i was asking you know why are we doing this why are we doing drum clicks for sets when there's 250 people on the field when like you're all the way on the 20 yard line and the snare's all the way over there and i'm hearing it half a beat later and i was just like all these stupid things right when i went to drum corps i had this really fun experience where it was serious but also that like goofy combination of stupidity sometimes or it was one or the other when i got back and ended up at ucla again for my last quarter that was my favorite quarter of ucla band is i Whoa. just i learned to stop giving a shit i just when I, <laughs> I was like that's gonna happen right? really in a good way though like, it <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, 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 in yeah. a good way and and because of it i actually had a better time and probably performed better uh and it was it was a good lesson that I learned. I mean, as my one of my fellow band friends, Marcus Stone, likes to say, it's just band. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. And you, and you realize yeah. that that you know, you know, if I miss that dot, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, in. It's not eternal damnation. No. It'll be fine. There's another not. one right after it. We'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't get burned at the stake usually anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a tradition <laughs> long past. That's that's crazy, man. I, I know Tony that. Uh, you know, a couple of podcasts ago, we talked about how you and I ran into each other at, in Indianapolis, in like downtown Indianapolis yeah. during finals, um, DCI finals, and literally just like turned the corner and ran right into <laughs> each other. Um, what we didn't tell, well, the part I didn't tell about that story is how I remember distinctly that you were wearing like hot pink shorts. Um, <laughs> do, do you remember these? I remember, I still have them, but I don't remember wearing them in Indianapolis. Great. <laughs> I, I, I definitely remember them. <laughs> okay. Well, then All right, I, mean, man. I, I still have them. I still have them. Oh, you know what? It must have been a Wednesday. Because Wednesdays we wear pink. It does. I, 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 most people probably know that reference from Mean Girls. When I got to drum corps, I had no idea what that was. 
uh, and I was asking people, why, why are we wearing pink on Wednesdays? And they would always answer, because Wednesdays we wear pink. I'm like, that doesn't, X isn't X because of X. Like, I, what are you talking about? You know, and like, <laughs> <laughs> once I figured out the meme, I finally, I, I fully embraced uh, I, wholeheartedly. I just love imagining like Tony's internal frustration and external frustration and just like being told the same thing repeatedly <laughs> ad nauseum in the middle of summer, just like, why? Yeah, well, I, in all fairness, in drum corps, you're you're asking why most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, why? Why? Why are we doing this? <laughs> Once you learn to just <laughs> shut up and do, that's okay. All right, we wear pink and we march forwards. Got it. And it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just do the gig. Drum corps is weird though, like because being on tour is weird because it's fun for the first week. <laughs> week. Week two is like, all right, all right. And then by week three, somewhere in week three, something clicks where you go, you know, I'm ready to go home now. And then you realize <laughs> there's two months left. <laughs> and then you look. Yeah. And then so you're just like, well, just straight on till dawn, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That's why like when you see people you know, like at shows and stuff like that, like like you freaking cry because, <laughs> because you, you've been ready to go home for the last four weeks. <laughs> people from the outside world. Oh, look. Yeah, that is kind of a strange experience with drum corps. You feel so remote when you're with the random, you know, you've got this 150 people that most of them you just met and you're in the middle of the country somewhere. You know, you're, the, I don't know anything here. And then you, you sometimes occasionally like towards the end of the tour, you start to see more and more familiar faces as you go to these like more popular performances. Uh, and it's a really interesting experience. So like you're fully just back into, you know, life again. Yeah, absolutely. You know, that's the, that's the, you know, gripe with drum corps right it's like oh do a bunch of traveling oh you mean see the country's highways at night <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and sleeping on sure. gym floors in high schools you've never heard of mm-hmm. i will tell you that one of the best naps i've ever had in my life uh came on tour and it was not tour um when i was marching but it was when i was t- uh an instructor and uh, we had gone to, I don't even know what freaking state we were in, but we were somewhere in the Pacific Northwest, um, you know, just somewhere. <laughs> and um, Some and we location. had, yeah, we had driven all night and got to the housing site and um, we finally got there and everybody's just really, really tired, right? And so we're just, I think we're going to have like two hours of floor time before we have to get up and do oh, something, right? God. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. So um, so we go and, and the core all goes to sleep and stuff and the staff all goes. And we kind of find a little room for ourselves and it is freezing in that room. Like yeah. just fr- like who, what the hell? Are they blasting <laughs> AC or is it just cold? Like no insulation cold? Because like, sometimes it's both when you get these uh, random um, places. Yeah, it was genuinely both. It was like... Oh, okay full ac and they haven't bothered insulating anything so just and it was so cold that i couldn't sleep like you're just you're just too busy thinking about how cold you are so i got up and i went screw this and i walked outside and in the sun it was kind of nice right like oh okay cool and so it's like all right the sun's barely coming up like all right cool and so i walked over to the buses and i opened up um the uh the bays underneath the bus right and it's just this like flat like thing i was like (laughs) Yep, that's for me. <laughs> and I laid down in there, and it was just like the perfect warmth, you know, because like those things aren't insulated either. So because it's in the direct sunlight, it's it's heating up, which is nice, but it's still really cold. Ah, uh, that's probably the best I've ever slept in my life. That's nice. That's nice. Good. You know, hey. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the 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 places that you learn to sleep in drum corps. 
you've never thought you'd ever do that. It's just like, did I ever think I'd find myself sleeping in the middle of a bust, you know, in the walkway? No, but mm-hmm. it's nice. Here it's great. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, that's a good question. Okay, Danny. So are you, yeah. are you sleep on the floor or sleep on the seats? Which one are you? Oh, I was uh, always the floor if I was if I was allowed to. They stopped letting us sleep in the was it the what would you call it the aisle? Yeah, the aisle. So I, I was sleeping in the aisle because like this is the bomb. I could fully lay out, but people would freaking step on my hands when they'd walk and shit and wake me up. And of course, you know, <laughs> I, I would get angry. It's like, how dare you like not see my <laughs> hand in the dark traffic. in the aisle of a bus? You know, uh, <laughs> God, so, uh, emperor. Uh, <laughs> So, so that's a real thing. Uh, uh, like, um, you know, obviously on on tour, you have you sit next to somebody, and you always sit next to that same person. And it's just kind of the way things go. Um, and there's a moment where you have to have a conversation with that person of like, all right, there's two of us, and we both need to sleep. <laughs> like, one of us is going to go down low, and one of us is going to stay up top. Which one do you want? And so everybody has a preference. Um, so today, I just learned that like Tony and I could totally sleep. Uh, next to each other because <laughs> I, I like sleeping on the seats and so he can go down we can share we can be bus buddies we'd be okay nice. it, it's gonna work <laughs> I just, what's awful is when you find someone who's just like you and who's like no I like the floor and then you're like oh my god this is gonna be a rough three months <laughs> <laughs> you know it wasn't as long term but I really wish I would have heard that when SDSU went to New Mexico for their ball game because we took Oof. a bus we took a bus to New Mexico so problem one yeah um, problem two is that like I would have slept on the floor if somebody would have told me that's a thing. I, I was sitting next <laughs> to my girlfriend at the time who was in drum corps and never had that conversation with me. Uh, like, so she like she's not dirty, dirty anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> well, she's not, so. <laughs> but yeah, wow, that makes me upset. <laughs> yeah, you learn all kinds of crazy stuff like on that's tour nuts, that you would man. never have to think about ever. Um, you, you just do. Um, you know, you get like um, shower shoes. That's the thing that comes to mind right away. Like, which are just sandals specifically for the shower. That's all you use them. Uh, you you know to dry your towel right away. Um, <laughs> uh, so like, you, you take shower, take it. You better hang it up on the fence outside because you're leaving in 20 minutes, <laughs> and you don't want a wet towel in your bag the whole time. Um, crazy stuff. I had a lot more fun on tour as an instructor than I ever did um, as, as, as a member. I see that. Uh, it was just way more fun. I think like um, <laughs> there was one night where, uh, okay, so the second tour we were on um, as an instructor, uh, uh, I had just done this big gig like a couple days before or the week before and I was waiting to get paid. And so when we went on tour, when we left, uh, it was, I was broke, like so broke. And then uh, like day three of tour, I get this, just like this major check put into my account and I'm just like stoked, right? I'm just super excited. <laughs> um, and so I remember this one night we, uh, we were on the lead bus. And so I was talking to the bus driver all night. We made friends with him right away. And I told him, hey man, like, you know, if you happen to be passing a Starbucks in the middle of the night, and have to pull over because you have to pee all of a sudden um i'll be inclined to probably walk out with some stuff and he just like nodded his head and he was like <laughs> we have an understanding and and we had starbucks every night on tour <laughs> <That's> <laughs> every night. that was something that i always envied that staff was allowed to buy stuff we i don't know if this is a rule with other drum corps but it, we're at pacific crest you were not allowed to buy stuff at bathroom stops 
uh, unless really? they declared it like a yeah, it was like for stopping for the bathroom, there's no time to wait in line. I'm like that's bullshit because there's ten people in line. I can there's no one for, you know for the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I can get some food right now. Um, but they were like, no, no, if you do it, then everyone else is going to want to do it. So they had this rule. But the the one caveat around it was if you could convince a staff member to buy something for you. Uh, and so I, I remember in the middle of the night, I was like, okay, we got to stop coming up. It was like 10 o'clock. And I know one of the staff members, because uh, he was a tech at UCLA, but I don't have his phone number. So I remember texting my friend of mine who's like marched with him in the past, like, can you ask him on the bus if I can blah, blah, blah. So he's relaying information. And my friend is asking, okay, what do you want? I, said, I want some milk and like a muffin or something. And so like, it's freaking, <laughs> the most 1950s request. <laughs> wanted like some, some comfort food. For a man at a time. I remember meeting, meeting the staff member at the 7-Eleven or where the hell we were. He's like, so what do you want? I said, oh, how about that thing? And I was like, okay, am I, allowed, am I allowed to touch it? And he's like, yeah, you can touch it. <laughs> <You're gonna laughs> uh, what, what is this, like a drug deal? <laughs> <laughs> this is what it felt like. It sounds like it, honestly. That's what it felt like. But I remember it was the best. Like I got inside and I was like, oh, I got my milk, my muffin. I had YouTube on and like a headphones. And people were like, where'd you get that? And I was like, I got connections, man. <laughs> Forget about it. <laughs> that is crazy, Crazy. The, the deals like you you learn to make in drum corps you know? uh, was it i think it was tony i think it might have been your ucla time but you told me that you guys used to watch movies on the bus right and you used to yes. always take a boat and um... oh yes this is a good story i was on this is this was the ucla very, very specific trip this is ucla marching band the trumpet bus there was always a bus just for trumpets because there was like 50 of them um going to the stanford game up north um eight hour bus ride coming back they have a tradition where they always watch one particular film uh and but they they have a vote uh and so the trumpet section leader gets up he's got three movies in his hand i don't remember what the other two were it doesn't matter so we're gonna take a vote we're gonna watch a movie uh who wants this one uh, who wants this one yeah who wants episode three of the star wars prequels ah! and so we watched that for, you know, two hours and literally like everyone on the bus is quoting the movie from beginning <laughs> to start every sound effect not just mm -hmm. the lines but even the like the lizard thing that obi-wan kenobi has <laughs> like running the whole bus doing that thing. Oh my dude, that was God. really do, do that again. That, that's a freaking tattoo again. <laughs> this is how we, we know the, it was this is the, how we know you were on that bus. <laughs> yeah, really. Oh, yeah. That's my 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 ticket, my proof of identification. <laughs> One of the yeah, best it's the, memories. It's the that. password. It's the password it on the bus. <laughs> that was like the first week after band camp too i was like oh this is gonna be a fun time i was like this is gonna be good uh so, somebody brought donuts on the bus too so we had donuts and there was, there was 50 people reenact star wars it was hilarious yeah the the democratic voting of you know movies on the trumpet bus incredible uh i remember when we were on tour i, I forget what year it was but um star wars was coming out i think i forget which episode it had to be seven or eight i think it was seven um, and the trailer dropped and we were on tour and it was like, oh my God, oh my. And you know, like the reception is awful. <laughs> and so it's like, come on, come on, come on. So like I'm in front cause like I'm in charge of the bus, right? And so I get on the mic and I go, 
I go, the, 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 the trailer just dropped. All I said, right? No, no context, no nothing. And you see everybody like, <laughs> everybody's pulling out their phones. And we're all quickly racing to see who can load it the fastest because that's how we're all going to watch it. You're just going to hold on one person. Yeah, just, oh. come on, come on, come on. And, and <laughs> God. Fun times, man. Very funny, yeah. All right, so, so John has said that some feedback has come in asking us to have some hot takes and, and share our opinions on things going on in the marching band uh, world. Uh, granted, it's COVID right now, so the marching band world is... Um, perhaps limited <laughs> so uh let's just throw some stuff out and uh throw some throw some throw some takes out. i got one um what do you guys think of right, ever-changing uniforms like them hate the them. dumbest thing yeah they hate them they're stupid I'm, I'm on the same boat with you you guys stupid i'm sorry i'm not sure i know what that means ever-changing well like-, like every season like especially in drum corps right now um they have a different uniform every season to like fit the theme oh, oh, or, oh. yeah you like got that it. you don't okay. hmm what I will say about drum corps uniforms is I've I don't like how they've lost uh, <clears throat> that marching band identity. I feel like they've gotten more towards what they call costumes uh, than the yeah. traditional marching band uniform. Um, in terms of changing every season, it doesn't bug me too much as long as they. I like how they if they can resemble something to the core. Like I remember in what twenty. 16 i was furious that the blue coats were still blue coats like you're wearing white tights those aren't blue coats uh <laughs> right yeah no perfect oh, sense <laughs> like right, i was, can was... like i can see the argument for stuff like that because it's like things that are do- like like blue coats in 2016 the stuff they were doing visually was incredibly demanding and like facing i don't know man facts, i've like, slid i've slid on slides a lot and I've never really had trouble. <laughs> I've got a marching band uniform. I don't know, man. My jackets That's were pretty my... big back in the day. day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> those those things would kill you. It, it makes like, sense why it's happening. I can see why. Yeah, it does. That said, it's it's a horrible trend. It's like, oh, great. You're the blue coats and you're wearing white. Yeah. Or like you're Vanguard and you, you're wearing like a cool shirt with a V on it. Or you're yeah, the Madison Scouts and you guys are wearing heart costumes. The loss, yeah. of, the, the loss of the Shaco is what's bugged me the most. Yeah. The Shakos and Aussies. Um, that's like my favorite part of the uniform. And now I'm seeing so many people without them. So many cores without them. And I've, I've spoken to people who have marched cores that haven't have like, Oh my God, it's so much easier. You have no idea. I'm like, that's part of the point is to how badass it is <laughs> when you can, you know, not see, but also see (laughs) and execute yeah yeah and execute exactly in that challenge you know what about you esteban it it depends you seem conflicted i am conflicted because i um don't really see a problem with it um i would like you know there to be some sort of resemblance of the core purely for selfish reasons so like in the lot i know who the fuck i'm looking at Uh, (laughs) i mean who are you though right (laughs) Like, yeah. an identifying factor is like part of what's missing sometimes yeah that's yeah, what i, I also read with it i'm sorry go on is you can't is you can't tell who's who mm-hmm. yeah it's just uh, like yeah like the course like cores in particular because they're doing this a lot is there's no identity like a core doesn't have an identity i can't look at a, a group and be like oh that's you know the cadets or oh that's the blue devils or that's santa clara anymore it's like 
I think that's Santa Clara, but I haven't seen the show yet. And then you're like, oh no, that's Boston Crusaders. My bad. But yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, Boston Crusaders. There, there's something nice. special about being able to see a band. I mean, it's, not, it's drum corps, not a band, but marching bands too. It's like you see that band. It's like that's that's them. You know, it's like you can look at a, a Marine in, in his or her uniform, like that's a Marine, right? And they don't have to see how they perform and judge off of that. You can see there's there's a performance in the uniform that I think a lot of people hype off of. But it's part of the marching mm-hmm. band thing is to hype off of how perfect can I dress? Uh, and if I'm just putting on something that's less pieces, yeah, it's easier to march in, easier to perform in, it's easier to slide in. Uh, and these performances are changing year by year, but it doesn't look as special or unique. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So what what is your guys's like um, most memorable show you've ever seen? Like a show where you were just kind of floored by watching it in person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I've only been I, I think out of the four of us, I've probably been to like the fewest shows. I think I've only been to like t- uh, between two and four, like not very many at all um yeah well it doesn't have to be just be drum corps too we could do like indoor or oh, it could be a marching oh, band oh, show it could oh, be anything yeah like marching band oh gotta think about that. Oh, oh yeah marching band <laughs> oh yeah the whole, the whole reason why we're here yeah, yeah. well like you're on the subject of drum corps and you're like what's your favorite show and i was like god <laughs> most impressive i think could have to be um was it vanguard 2018 when they won babylon babylon yeah babylon and then that same year was uh the mandarin show um both of those were really, really cool in my oh, Didn't they do like the Ride of Spring or something? Yeah, yeah. Was that the- it was like, yeah, it was, it was, I forget what the title was, but it was something about the Ride of Spring and they had that giant rotating table platform. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, tight. That, um, that prop made them late a handful of times um, getting on the field. Uh, they took a that. couple penalties for it because I believe it was that. so heavy. <laughs> and you could tell because when you saw them push it onto the field, it took like half struggling. the core. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were still like, oh. <laughs> what about you, John? You're a cadets guy. I, I imagine it's a cadets thing. Yeah, I've seen the cadets a couple of times. Um, it's actually, it's between two shows that I really liked in the same year. So it's either... Between Angels and Demons, you know, when the cadets won in 2011, or like BD, which came in second, the, the beat my heart skipped. I really like that oh, show a lot. Oh, that show, that's a good show. Like I, I've never cared for BD, but that made me like, like wow, like it really, that show really resonated with me. So maybe it's that. Even though I thought Between Angels and Demons was the better show overall, but that show just really, really, really struck with me. So if it was your call, would you have had Blue Devils win over Cadets? No. Not because of my uh, cadet standpoint, okay, but yeah, okay. <laughs> like, like I think, um, I think like cadets were better. Like when it came to like, like playing a little bit, and their marching was just second to none that year. But as like an overall concept of what they're going for, I think that um, Blue Devils did a lot better job at that, like executing what they were trying to. You know, con- I don't know. I've never rooted for the Blue Devils harder than I did in 2019 because God, I just didn't want the Blue Co- Blue Coats to win with that stupid ass Beatles show. <laughs> Oh man, you I got your uh, wish. I jumped on the back <laughs> like an that, art. Yeah, yeah, I got my tattoo. <laughs> I got my tattoo, 19 and 19, right? Come on. <laughs> Please just not them for the love of God. <laughs> what about you, Teddy? Uh, my favorite show, and this is probably just because of the experience, it was the first show I've ever seen uh, live, uh, was the Madison Scouts uh, JC Superstar. That's uh, a good one. Yeah, oh I'll, man, I'll, I'll it is pre- a good one. I'll preface this with I did not know about marching band in high school because my band did not compete. We were just basically a college band. We did pep stuff. 
I just discovered drum corps when I got to PCC. Still was like, oh, I don't know what that is. What? There's no woodwinds? That's weird. Um, <laughs> and then I didn't actually see a drum corps show until my age out year when I was 21, when I did drum corps. And I was, finally got to my first performance. And the first corps I got to sit in front of live was Madison Scouts. And they had that, I don't remember the exact numbers, but they had this whip scene, right? Where they were whipping... Mm-hmm you know jesus christ and they're, they're counting super loud 17 18 and they had this like part where they would get to like the last one and then there's just, just like this super loud synth right on the front line and just the, the whole company front whatever the hell and i just remember being like wow this is nuts um and just loving that and just that throughout the whole rest of the season i was always supporting them the most i was just happy to like see them because they were just my first one and they came in like eighth, right? <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't make finals. They didn't I don't even think. make finals. They didn't make finals. They yeah. were twelfth the whole time, and then freaking um, what's the core that did uh, the bridesmaid, the zombie bride woman? Oh, Academy, Academy, Academy kicked. I was so. Oh. Mad. I mean, I liked that show, but I was so mad at the Madison Scout. Wasn't oh, it? that show was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, drum corps ride, man, that was a phenomenal show to see live. That was cool. Um, mm-hmm. But that Madison sketch show, I do remember it because I remember that closer vividly. Yeah, um, Judas, it was, it was yeah, it was good. It was just good, and it was like yeah, crap, was man. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, uh, you know, favorite show I saw live. Um, I'm gonna go out of the drum corps world. I'm actually go, gonna go into the indoor drumline world, um, and I saw um, Ayala in what was it? it was like 2000. I think it was 17 or 18. I think it was 18. Um, and they did this show about um, innovation, essentially. And, um, and it, started, it started with no sound. It was just movement. And it was just like choreography together. Um, and there was no tempo anywhere. They were all just moving together um, in like, 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 like quick motions. And it was phenomenally good. And there was this voiceover going on saying like, uh, essentially it said something along the lines of like you say to innovate but if you saw innovation would you be able to recognize it and it's totally them calling out the judges right and um, that show was just a mind mess it layer after layer after layer and the more i saw it the more i liked it um and later on it came out that yeah some uh, people took videos of it and if you put a video of the opener next to a video of the closer it's the same thing but mirrored they've made uh, the whole thing that's cool it was phenomenally cool Genius. and i just i just yeah i just and it came Genius. in fourth, fourth. <laughs> of course they're like ha, 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 here you go and i was oh man but i just remember thinking like oh man i um you know i remember i watched it and then i got up and i left and as i was leaving my friends are like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going home because it's the best show I'm going to see. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, like, game over. <laughs> see you guys later. I got to ask, was the the opener and the closer like perfectly synced? Did they have that tempo down? Yeah. Yeah. So it was exactly the, the yeah, exactly the same thing. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's phenomenally good. That's so cool. That's amazing. Yeah, definitely the best. That's the best, you know, show in the marching band world I think I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely crazy to consider like even like these drum course we're talking about, right? These are people who are like 21 is your age out and this is a high school line that's like, you know, 14 to 18, getting it done. Yeah, yeah. 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 Alright, I got another question for you guys. So what was it for you that made you think like, yeah, this is for me, like marching band is the thing for me. What made you like you realize that you like loved it or enjoyed it 
I guess we don't like it. Um, <laughs> I have my answer. I don't know if it deserves to be the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah, go ahead, man. SpongeBob Band Geeks episode. <laughs> oh, this shouldn't have been the first one. <laughs> no, I remember you're right, you're right, man. At my grandmother's house, like nine years old, and she would make me these Italian like cold cut sandwiches. And I had this little like TV dinner tray thing, and I was sitting in front of the TV eating, watching cartoons, and the freaking bangies came on the first time I've ever seen it. And I, it just blew my mind. I was like, I need to do that. <laughs> I, of course, <laughs> at the time, I didn't know like where I could do that. I was like, oh, I got to go to this high school. I just like, I was just so impressed. I was like, this looks like amazing. And so when I did band in middle school, um, they had this thing where the eighth graders could go, you know, visit the high school, go like learn some of the songs and play one of the football games. And so I did that and I was like, this is amazing. I'm doing this. Uh, and that just kind of locked it in for me. The band geeks introduced it, but the doing it as an eighth grader really locked it in for me. Phenomenal. I think I was at like, you know, SpongeBob came out and I was like the perfect age for it. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I just never got into it. I'm not, I was just a weird kid. You know, <laughs> and just it's a weird. I was show. just into other things. You gotta, it, yeah, it yeah, it's pretty nuts. So, what about you, Devin? What was your moment? It's really, it's really hard for me to answer this question because um, my dad is a musician, and my dad uh, still plays and was in marching band, and like has done a bunch of cool marching band stuff. So, like when I started band, he was like, "You're gonna do this and this and this and this," and I was like, "My, my dad's like tales of glory from like what was it, 1973 to." six or something like that that my dad is old um <laughs> yeah my dad is my dad is old uh yeah yeah well he doesn't listen to this uh <laughs> <laughs> nobody listens to this yeah, yeah. Uh, it's purely for our enjoyment we don't even enjoy it <laughs> yeah it's the that's the, kick, that's the kicker um yeah there wasn't a moment for me i mean i think the moment like I was like, oh God, this is never gonna leave me. It was like probably <laughs> this is never gonna leave me. Like a Philly cheesesteak. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, like that, like that how I met your mother burger thing. Um was probably like the last parade I ever did when I was drum major in high school, even though it was cold, it was miserable. Uh it was at night because night parades are a thing for whatever reason. Uh yeah Yeah, everybody does and i don't um and like i didn't do like i got second i didn't like win or anything i didn't feel great about my performance but i was like huh that was fun that was a good time and i was like yeah okay marching band was it what about you john what's what's yours so mine is i i remember it hit me when it was my sophomore year in high school so leading up to it up to a big show like in the southern california area called the savannah tournament and that week leading up to we were just they're just beating our asses and all that and everything with the, like the staff they were just you know being really hard on us like having us do all these things it was miserable i was like why am i doing this i hate this this is awful you know and then we get to the show and i'm like okay yeah whatever you know just you know kind of getting ready and doing all that and then the second we started going, going to the field you could just feel like this like the atmosphere change in the band with everybody and all that it's like oh like like something special is going to happen and all that so we go out there they call us up to um, get ready and everything we set up and then we start a show. We perform our our opener. And then I just remember the band just giving it their all and just feeling it and just feeling like this excitement and just hearing the crowd cheering. 
and at the end of the opener, like I was exhausted and you can tell everybody else was exhausted, but just the crowd screaming and getting, like, getting excited. I was like, this makes sense. This is why I do it. Okay. This is why I like it. It's just, I'm putting like, who knows how many hours a week to do 10 minutes of show, but this is, the, I just like the payoff of it. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's pretty good, man. I mean, I, that, I, I've never experienced anything like that. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's really crazy for me at least. Um, Cause that's just like, also like the same, like at that moment, I was also like, yeah, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life is just be a part of this or something in this. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's cool, man. That's super, mm-hmm. that's, that's pretty deep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Honestly. Cause yeah. you're like, what, like, you're like a 16, 17 year old kid, like, like having yeah. that thought. Yeah. At 16 years old, I was like, yep, this is it. <laughs> Jeez. Mm-hmm. I, I, I did not have that. <laughs> I think like, <laughs> what was your story? I think, you know, like in terms of a moment, I think it really came during what I would describe as like my quarter life crisis. Um, and like, um, I think I was like 24 or something like that. It may have been 23. And um, so I had been doing band for a while and I had done the high school thing and I had done um, drum corps and I had been college band. And I knew I liked it, and uh, but I always thought like it was like a part of my life that was eventually going to end and move on, and uh, and so I was getting ready to do that. But um, so at that time in my life, I had this job. I was working at Disneyland, um, and I was in operations there, and I was having a great time, and I was learning a lot about like business and stuff like that, and enjoying that. And um, yeah, one day, you know, uh, I just woke up and you know just decided like I don't know, like, I just don't feel happy, and like I just don't want to kind of you know, the, I was trying to get out of the marching world as, and, and I realized that the more I try to get out, the more I kind of got pulled in, <laughs> right? Like, it's, <laughs> oh, do you want this gig? You want this gig? You got this gig? Like, all right, all right, all right. You're just taking gig after gig after gig and going from place to place. And, and you know, one day, literally I woke up and decided to quit my job and jump on a tour bus and go on tour for the summer. Um, and that's exactly what I did. I, uh, <laughs> I, I quit, quit my nine to five. I signed up for tour because I had been, I had been offered to, to um, the job to teach drum corps. And I was like, yeah, okay. Um, and then I actually did it and just like, here we go. And I remember getting on that bus, you know, and it was a weird moment because we're going across the country and, um, you know, the, the wallet, you know, the money you have in the wallet, that's, that's it. <laughs> and and uh, you don't know what happens next, you know? And, um, and I remember we're like, okay, here we go. And uh, like, uh, we were somewhere, you know, on the road and I just thought, yeah, <laughs> like, you know, like as scary as it was, you know, it's like, but this is kind of what I want to be doing right Something here right now. about that, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. And I totally lucked out because I came back and it was uh, Kyle, Kyle Luck, who actually hooked me up with a gig, uh, with a high school gig. And um, that just fell in my lap. Um, And it was uh, it was great. And then from there, it was just all band, just like just like full on. Um, And so it kind of just clicked and I kind of just stopped like the struggle, the struggle against trying to get out of it and just kind of like in braced it and then here we are and yeah like john like now uh, you know the two of us are lucky to work within the like the the music realm you know we both we both work in the industry and you know devin you i know you're studying for it and then uh, tony like you have the coolest sound setup out of all of us so i mean <laughs> I know, I, I, i've taught i've taught band for six years as a tech you know so i in a way if, if it's if the job is available to me in my schedule i feel like it's something that i'd like to do as long as possible you know it's it's, mm-hmm. it's something that is definitely i feel lucky to have you know and it's a shame that we've all lost that during covid or at least to 
most of an extent uh, but it is like you said it's it's a, it's a blessing to have it's weird i think because okay so COVID, i think has a silver lining in it um you know which is weird in the marching arts which is when we come back it's going to be a clean slate for everybody yeah. um, we're all going to start from the same from the same starting point which means we're going to see some of these techs who maybe aren't as good as they think they are um, and who the students and the culture has kind of been pushing them along. Um, we're going to see them kind of fall flat on their face. And you're going to see people who are pretty fucking good at teaching who maybe don't teach it somewhere with all the resources. You're going to see them kind of rise to the top. So it's weird because like now, like, you know, we have a full-time gig, we're doing all these other things and like, okay, cool. But there's a part of me who's like, I cannot wait to come back yeah. <laughs> because like, because the game on, you know, like, here we go, guys. Um, yeah. Cause you get to prove yourself. To yeah, I think it's, a, yeah. yeah, exactly. And I've always kind of gotten like gotten off on the idea of not being the guy at like at the top, you know, like the guy who everybody looks at like, Oh, he works well. I really like the idea of being the guy who got that group there. And then moved on. Like I have a soft spot for building programs. Um, that's just what I like to do. I like to go into a place that's just crap <laughs> and just invest a lot of time and energy into it to build up that program so they're really good and then bounce <laughs> and then let somebody come in and take them to the next level. And then like, I'm looking for another program, you know, um, that's just kind of the game I enjoy. You break them so you can build them. <laughs> God. Something like that. But, but David, I imagine that's something along the lines of how you think. I mean, like as an educator. Yeah, I, you know, I, it's, it's interesting that um, I had, I had a similar conversation with my dad and he, he expressed a, pretty much the same sentiment that Esteban did. You know, like, you know, there are a lot of programs, especially in Southern California right now, that are really riding a wave that they've built up. Um, and they're, they're definitely, they're definitely riding high because of a lot of work put in before them. Um, and the fact that we are now, you know, almost a year into this where nothing's in person, um, music programs everywhere have felt the impact of COVID, you know, and it's going to be a ripple effect and a wave effect that, you know, lasts for a long time. Because when you consider it's not just the high schools, but the middle schools that feed them and the elementary school music programs that feed those middle schools, you know, it's going to be it's going to be a ripple effect. So I think. I think, yeah, th this is going to be a clean slate for everybody um, when we, when we, whenever we return, you know, God willing, next fall. Uh, and I live, both of my roommates right now are doing their student teaching. So they'll be, they'll be ready to go fully credentialed teachers next year. So I'm really excited to see, you know, what they, what they do and what they make of the clean slate they're given. Obviously, it's a lot, it's an uphill road. Like, let's not kid ourselves here. Like, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, but as an educator, it, it, it excites me. Um, I feel for the kids. I feel for the students. I really do. Um, it's a rough, it's a rough thing to have your passion ripped away from you. Um, <clears throat> basically, you know, in a lot of ways due to entirely things outside of your control. Um, but coming back to that and coming back with like a renewed energy and vigor, uh, I think will be good for the, for the art and as a whole. Uh, and will like Esteban said, a lot, a lot of people who have not really been on the surface, um, much, if at all, recently, I think we'll rise and uh, hopefully we'll see some some norms broken around these parts. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. That was really long-winded, but... Uh, it's true. There's, I didn't think about that ripple effect, you know, the middle schools that feed into the high schools. Uh, that's a good point. But it gives an opportunity for educators to really start with something clean and hopefully do a good job with it. 
mm-hmm. hopefully. So kind of along those lines, you know, we can, I think we can talk for ages about how like we're looking forward to things coming back and blah, 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 and all that good stuff. What is something you guys are not looking forward to doing again? Like what was something about the season where you thought, you know, this has been kind of nice. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. The drives. What would be the drives? Like the driving to places like, like from where I live to going to PCC. Not a big fan of that drive. It's not a long drive, but it's just like, ah, like so much gas, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think that's the only thing I'm not looking forward to in that sense is just, just driving around to the different places. Because it's just been nice to have everything centralized to an extent. Like, don't give me, I, I want to see people again and want to do stuff again. But I do kind of like how everything is just centralized at the moment. But I know. Oh, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I feel similar. I think, you know, like teaching band, it, you're obviously it's an outside gig. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like on nice days, I'm like, oh man, I miss teaching band. But then like when it's like pouring rain outside, it's just like, you know, <laughs> this is all right. This yeah, is too bad. I think I don't have to teach band today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And just like, and you know, and what is rough about like teaching band is like, typically you're like on an hourly rate, right? So it's like, if you don't teach, you don't get paid. Like that's just what happens. Mm-hmm. So it is nice to not have to be, you know, not have to be limited that way. I, I do enjoy that. I do enjoy being in a, you know, temperature controlled room. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the one thing I think I've enjoyed with not having honor band this year, you know, like our normal honor band. It's just like, you know what? It's actually nice to be warm for like the last two weeks of December. <laughs> yeah. And sleeping in on New Year's is, yeah. is, is not a bad gig either. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's so true. It, it, it is really true, you know, um, just like, I remember, you know, December 27th, which is, you know, the day that the PCC Honor Band goes to Disneyland. I remember this last 27th, it was just like, you know, I'm okay with this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it, is, it is nice to, like you said, like be warm and, and, and not just be like waiting all day for the gig. And the yeah. gig is like 20 minutes. That, <laughs> that like, is oh, man. a frustrating part you know just having the i i'm a big fan of getting my stuff done early if i have access to it you know and so i hate when i'm waiting on something it's like my day is done <laughs> except for this one thing at like 9 30 at night 30 miles from my house <laughs> yeah. son of a bitch you know it's like you know, not having that is definitely nice but you know but they're they're definitely good memories when you once you do it it's yeah just, i mean I, go ahead good Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, you know, it's it's weird for me because I'm not in the marching band scene really right now. Like, you know, I don't have time to teach it exclusively because I'm in school. You know, I'm not in the marching band anymore. My first year at SDSU was my junior year, I guess, technically. I, I've one and done with the marching band. Uh, ironically, I got a gig I wouldn't have gotten because of COVID involving a marching band. So in that way, I'm kind of thankful. Um but in terms of like, well, what what, what, what's about? the gig? I mean, <laughs> okay, yeah. So I teach, I teach at, I teach at, uh, I teach at Huntington Park, in, uh, in Huntington Park. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're that so I, I teach horn. I, I, I'm not. I teach horn and and mellophone there uh, on Zoom, which, as you can probably imagine, is the singular worst experience I can have. Not because of the students; they're great, but simply because Zoom is a piece of trash. Um, and I oh, will she's listening. Be careful. <laughs> it's okay, girl. It's okay. He didn't mean it. <laughs> she can't hurt you now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in terms of like, if I was teaching down in San Diego and like going places, like, man, the time I have to get work done 
and like de-stress because school like that thing i don't think i'll ever get back after this is all over you know like i've never had the idea in my life you know as somebody who's wanted to be an editor and then who's a horn player like to just stop and hit the reset button and just be like okay let's reevaluate you know x y and z points in your life yeah 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 because yeah. the time exists there aren't enough hours in the day to teach band and have potential crises <laughs> and have a crisis <laughs> yeah yeah i think you know again it's, it's weird silver linings there and i think you know we we can enjoy the time where we have it because <laughs> sure. uh you know again like another silver lining it's like you know there's always been a part of me you know we do the we do the rose parade every year and so there's always a part of me who's like that's like i wonder what it is like to like stay home and you know like exactly do the whole new year's thing and whatever and yeah after, uh, after doing it this year, um, you know, I'm not a fan. Just, <laughs> just like, mm, yeah. That <laughs> like it, it had its perks, but it's like, yeah, it's not for me entirely. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'd rather be, you know, freezing my balls off at one in the morning walking <laughs> to work. Okay, so, so question for you guys. This year, did you, like, did you wake up at, like, stupid early on New Year's Day thinking, like, okay, let's go. And then you're like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> So, or did you sleep like a rock? So for me, um, I figured I learned why I do the Rose Parade because it prevents me from drinking. Um, oh. So I usually wake up at three o'clock to, you know, to, you know, get ready to get to a PCC and, you know, help with the Rose, like, to do all the Rose Parade stuff. But I didn't go to bed till like 3.30, like this New Year's. And, I, and I, now I know why. <sighs> nice. It was a year, you know, it was the Rose Parade. I, I think it was 18. 18- parade no, I, I think it was 17 or 18 parade i can't remember which year it was um but i had gone to a motley crew concert the night before it was a new year's eve uh concert and i went do you remember this john yes I, I went to the hollywood bowl and i went from pcc to the hollywood <laughs> yes. bowl and we partied all night and went from the hollywood bowl back to pcc uh. <laughs> and i've ever seen john so I'm just like, yeah, like you're all right <laughs> rock, and roll. Uh. rock and roll baby man yeah, that was uh, that was a good one but i would say i would rather do that than um you know what we did this year that's for mm-hmm. sure I also like John that you said that uh, the rose parade prevents you yeah. from uh, from drinking <laughs> as if uh, as it, if you it, don't have the self control to do it outside of getting up at three a.m. because oh, I have responsibilities. Yeah, as, as that's it, why. Like this year, yeah, I, yeah, have yeah. I, I think we've had one, one or two, uh, one or two drinks uh, after rehearsal. I'm, I'm sure that's that's true. That's a true statement. <laughs> yes, very true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, I can't wait for things to go back to normal or relative normal, at least. Yeah, I, I think uh, I think coming soon to webcams near you. I think live in color. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, end of summer. Hopefully, Let's see. Knock on wood. God, that's optimistic. We I got, hope so uh, too. The last couple of days, I think more people have been vaccinated than people have had COVID, which I think uh, is probably good news. That's yeah. positive it's, news. It's in the yeah. right direction, unless it turns them into zombies or something. Yeah, the, <laughs> there, there is that. There's yeah. the zombies. Never rule out the possibilities, guys. Exactly. Never rule them out. <laughs> Fortunately, for our, our age group, they'll have plenty of de- uh, uh, data by the time they get to us. You know? <laughs> Pretty, yeah, that's yeah. true. So it would be advanced zombies. Yes. Oh, very good. Um, 
Yeah. with guns. <laughs> oh. Republicans. They're learning. They're learning. <laughs> <laughs> and we just torpedoed. <laughs> Damn it. Speaking of like <laughs> all this stuff, real quick, one quick question. Um, it just because it just yeah. came to mind. Like, going back to the drum course stuff a little bit. How do you think this DCI like? not season but thing they're doing is going to go where they're doing like three performances in august and then like the cores are kind of doing their what own thing during the summer? yeah yeah so they're doing their own um they're doing essentially finals week thursday friday saturday in indianapolis and they've rented out lucas oil for that okay um and yeah i think i think there's like 10 or 11 drum cores that have signed up to go or something like that are they gonna stand still or do they have a show they're gonna do like a show like a like a like a little show i know pacific crest is one of the Groups that's doing it. So, Academy um, is another one, I think. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think that's hard. I think it's real hard for like the core directors in particular because you had to make that decision a couple months ago. You know, like before yeah. the new year, and you're, you know, like if you think about where COVID was in November, <laughs> you know. So, you know, I don't blame them. I don't blame the majority of the core directors for not showing up or not signing up. Like that's a hard. That's a hard call. Yeah. We'll see, man. Yeah. It should be interesting, huh? Do you think this will like can kind of like shift the status of certain cores like placements and all that? Because some cores have bowed out of it already, and so you know there's gonna be these age outs who want to do their age out here, but they're gonna have to go somewhere else. Do you think that's gonna raise like the level of notoriety for some cores that are maybe usually lower, like mid or lower, or no? No, I don't think that. I think that you know whenever the next full season is, assuming it's 22, I think. DC is going to go back to slotting everybody. <laughs> you know, yeah. you know the, the Blue yeah. Devils will win, and you know that's that's how it will be. You know, Blue Coats will yeah. come in the top three, and Vanguard will be the other one. You know, that's just how it's going to go down. Phantom Regiment will be re- relegated to the Shadow Realm. Rightfully so. I mean, uh, <laughs> don't don't tell me that. It makes me sad. Well, why? I mean, like their shows have just been trash. Like it's a prime example of why you don't let the color guard staff design the show. I know they've been trash lately. It just depressing. Yeah. Really, so good. But I, they haven't been good for like ten years. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let them hold on to hope. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of holding, speaking of holding on to hope, John's a Cadets fan, so. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, he didn't do any favorites to that core there. They're just dropping every year. <laughs> Tony, what's your favorite drum corps? Oh, oh gosh, uh, I don't know. Um, there was a time where I was really into Carolina Crown because uh, their brass is like one half step down from the face of God, or uh, <laughs> that yeah, would be I a good reason. Like, it's not even a full step; it's a half. Step. <laughs> <laughs> I remember really liking their um, E equals MC squared show uh, and hyping on that. Uh, but I gotta be honest, guys. I have not been keeping up with drum quarries lately. So last couple of years, I can't even really reference it anymore. Um, mm. And that's but... gonna do it from us. Uh, but uh... <laughs> so, uh, I don't know what Carolina Crown's up to these days. Didn't they do a show about like changing the yard lines a couple of years ago? And I was like, what is this? And uh, what was it called? Uh, that's it. I think it was. Or this? Uh, yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, I don't know. I think we don't follow it as much as as we say we do either. <laughs> you will because that sounds like nothing I've seen. <laughs> there was a show like in 2017 or 2018. They were had like different yard lines. They were modifying the yard lines and stuff. Okay, I think oh. I, know what you're about. I just don't know the name of it. I don't know. I, yeah. yeah, I have no idea what's going on. For the two of you yeah. listening yeah. in Malaysia, just let us know in the comments. 
know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tell us who you think Singapore's number one drum corps is. <laughs> Make sure to tell us greetings. <laughs> all right, all right. God, we've gotten to the point, like episode five, we're actually starting to reference ourselves. I think that's the point of no return, right? We jumped a shark long ago. I think okay. episode one, that would, that would have been it. Yeah, you know, right, well. episode one was the Rose Parade. So I mean, I, I feel like it was just downhill from there. <laughs> I'm still surprised they've gotten like copyright slapped on us for that. No. There's still time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we're gonna get DMCA, now's the time to do it, man. <laughs> uh, All right, guys, you can we'll for for today. All right. Good times, good. man. My, my for, bladder is going to explode, hands. so I think it's a good time to wrap it. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> inside timing. I think Tony says that every every podcast. I think, I, I think that's just I can like... Just be the, we can use my bladder as a time of reference yeah. of when we should finish. <laughs> well, Tony's yeah. got to go, so I think that's that's it for us. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ready, Hall. All right, guys. So, yeah. Hey. Oh. <laughs> So Follow us on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok. Yeah. Literally just Instagram. Yeah, Ready Halt Pod at Instagram. Email us at readyhaltpodcast at gmail.com. We'll see you next week, maybe, or whenever we do this again. Swipe right. Yeah, swipe right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>